Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dork down for a Hi, Jackie Cation here. You're listening to The Dork Forest. You know the websites, dorkforest.com, thedorkforest.com. If you like a determiner, jackiecation.com has everything. Both of my podcasts, all of the stand-up stuff, the new album, links to YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all the things. But so I think does dorkforest.com, where you can look at old videos of different shows. Anyway, if you want to support the show, tell people about the show, review it on iTunes, thumbs it up on Pandora or Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. I appreciate that. You can donate. You can donate monthly. PayPal lets you do that. You can also do my Venmo if you like. It's at Jackie Cation absolutely everywhere. And my email address is Jackie at JackieCation.com. And that's what the PayPal is. The PayPal link is on JackieCation.com and DorkForest.com. And go to any of them. Thanks for listening. There's merch. There's stand-up. There's tour guide. You know, you can find out where I'm touring. This is getting long. So let's get into the show. Hey, uh, Rangers of the Dork Forest, it is I, Jackie Cation, uh, sitting in my garage and with me, stand-up comic I just worked with in San Diego, um, Ellen Sugarman. Welcome to the program, Hi. Ellen Sugarman. Hi. Hi. We're baseball cap buddies. That's yeah. the thing about Zoom. You just gotta, you gotta like, just, I would like to just, that's what, I'm wearing masks right now, just if I want to be alone. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> I, so we work together at um at the at the lovely uh at a spa overnighter that was adorable yeah. in san diego mission bay resort yeah that's mission. it mission bay resort and it was lovely quite honestly and um i mean i would stay there longer if, if it's that was a, a gorgeous thing. place yeah. yeah and then i um and we worked together and then the guy who was the guy he was just on we talked about matt stanton it was matt stanton he so I needed an episode and I, he lived, he said, well, I live like five minutes from here. And I said, could you record at 10 o'clock at night on a Friday night? And he was like, yeah. And so oh, that's, that's awesome. So we all did that show together. And then you just emailed me out of the blue. And I was like, do you want to do the dark forest? And you were like, yes, yes, I do. I do. I have an obsession. I have an obsession. You do. You got a thing. By the way, it's Ellen Sugarman, E-L-L-E-N-S-U-G-A-R-M-A-N. 617 on the Instagram. So Ellen Sugarman 617 on Instagram. Ellen S617 on the Twitter. Is 617 an area code? What is that? It is Boston. Oh, Boston. Oh, it is. Oh, that's right. 617 is the Boston area yeah. code. Wow. Yeah. We're very loyal to our teams and our numbers. It's so beautiful. That'd be nice. It's, uh, <laughs> if only there was no racism. But that's true of everywhere. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Except for keep telling people that they're racist and to stop it. How about that? Anyway, speaking of racism, the prison system. Super racist. Your but the weird thing that you love to watch, which is so funny because I went on the road once with uh, to a, one of those... Uh, troop tours with a woman who uh who watched who loved locked up abroad oh and, yeah that's one yeah. of them oh is that one yeah, of the yeah. ones you like because you like those prison shows uh, that's the only one i know and, and i only know it because when we were in Ethi we were in the ethiopian airport she went into the bathroom and she said that bathroom looks like it belongs in locked up abroad and locked up abroad is crazy 
Well, so Ellen Sugarman, prison shows. You want to talk about Locked Up Abroad first? No. Well, Locked okay. Up, I will tell you, the thing I will tell you about Locked Up Abroad is that there's two types of prison shows, right? There, you have your live, real life prison shows. Okay. Then you have your fabricated prison shows. And what got oh. me into prison shows was the fabricated side of it. What's kept me going is now everything's reality, right? Oh, so, weird. So what's yeah. a fa- like like that Oz thing? Oz, that's it. That was the first one. Nineteen ninety. What did I write? Nineteen ninety-seven to two thousand and three. And the most and the interesting thing about Oz was that it was the first one-hour drama on HBO, right? Oh. So I didn't even really, I didn't really even understand what was happening. Like, oh, this is a series on my cable channel that I'm supposed to be watching movies on, and right. you know, Gary Shandling, and that was it. But never was there like an hour drama. And so I started watching it, and oh my god, I just loved it Janeway's on it Janeway from uh, Voyager yes right yeah yeah there's so many like stars uh of like Law and Order um Criminal Intent like all of those criminal shows they all are on Oz and um they're like it's a women's prison correct oh no 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 it's a man's prison oh Oh, yeah Oz is, is a men's prison Oz is a men's prison. Edie Falco was actually, it was one of her first shows. She was on it. She was a prison guard. Oh, weird. Was Edie yeah. Falco, did she, was she on Sopranos? Yeah, that Edie Falco. Okay. Did she yeah. play the psychiatrist on? No, that's, that's. Uh, Which, oh. did she play the wife? She was the, the wife. Yeah. Okay. She was she Carmela. Was the New, yeah. New Jersey wife. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. The New Jersey housewife. Yeah. 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 Um, but um, with the nails and everything, but yeah, she was, she was like real, like tough and just totally different than she was on the Sopranos. I remember when I first saw her on the Sopranos, I was like, Oh my God, it's the prison guard. And um, it was, but that was like, she was, I loved her, but more importantly, it was the guys. They were, I mean, pardon me, but they were so hot, Jackie. I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop watching it. It was like, and then I found out, I found out later that it was like a gay thing. Like a lot of gay men watched it because it's a lot lot of, a lot of full frontal on the men and. Oh, right. Because it's HBO. They could do swinging dicks. Interesting. Lots of them. Oh, interesting. Lots of them. And all shapes and sizes and colors. Are they, are these famous actor men who are noodly nude? Oh, that's kind like, of I cannot look at Chris Mer- Merloni anymore without watching him pee without holding his penis. Okay, because that was that a bit was that a was that a big scene in the movie? They're like, we're gonna show frontal, but it's gonna be a lot of dudes peeing. Well, like it was like they did it from above. So they they shot okay. down. So you saw his. You so saw it's his not penis like Tate. None of my concern. Like it's not under camp, right? No, <laughs> no. I mean, it was. I would say it was. It was very visually pleasing as a show as a whole. Oh, um, cinematography was quite nice. Is that what I'm saying? Is that it was what I'm, beautiful. Beautiful cinematography. The lighting. Did they do a nice job? <laughs> it's really about the lighting. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it was like it was such. It was almost like a soap opera. It was well. It was very much like a soap opera. Yeah, I bet God. you it was a soap opera. I bet you it was a nighttime soap opera. Well, it kind of yeah, exactly. It was. It was, and so it was. It was well, called. Who are we following? Who, who what do you are, mean? Like, are do we follow one guy go into prison mm, or no? no? Well, there was 
No, we follow, um, we follow. So it's an entire, Oz is an Oz, is the Oswald uh, maximum security prison in, you know, somewhere USA. (laughs) And Emerald City is where we were. So it was in this pod called Emerald City. And those were, uh, it was a a rehabilitation pod where they tried to have like no walls and just a looser and, and McManus, who was the, um, he was in charge of this particular pod of people. Um, he was their director and he tried to help them and rehabilitate them and see what could maybe happen with a different system. Oh, okay. It failed miserably. I'm going to, you know, not to give anything away. <laughs> Spoiler but. alert, 1997 <laughs> to 2003. Uh, it didn't, that's not good drama if it works out and everybody becomes good citizens. Exactly. I mean, I think like, I, I, I still remember the last scene where they were driving away and I, I can give, I, I yeah, you should. can do it. Okay. I, yeah. No so, yeah. So the, the last scene of the whole thing was they were driving away and the whole thing went up in flames. Oh, Very, oh, so they, they essentially burned it down like office space? Base, basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so they are like office space, exactly. Okay. But there was that, and then there was also, like they had riots, and they had gang wars, and oh, Luke Perry was on it. He was a priest. Okay. They had lots of guest stars. Rick Fox was on it. He was a, a basketball player that got in trouble for raping a girl that was also on a lot of drugs. Did he also, did he get in trouble for raping a girl that, you know what, well, you will get in trouble. Not all basketball players. You know, some not all basketball, basketball. Yeah. That's why some basketball players will get in trouble. If you rape a girl, uh, spoiler alert, don't rape anybody. Just a PSA. Okay. Well, I mean, but here's the thing. Um, this isn't real life, Jackie. So they actually do get in trouble and go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> right. I just heard today at lunch, a comic, one of the younger comics was telling me that Jimmy Dore, I don't know if you know him, but he's, yeah. a piece, he's been a piece of trash for decades. Yeah. He's an okay comic. And now, and now he's just a one note comic, but uh, he was an okay comic in the nineties. I didn't mind him, but I guess a month ago at Flappers, he walked up to one of the younger comics who he thought would never go to lunch with me, I guess, and said that she was really funny. And she's like, thanks. And he said, what if I just did this? And he grabbed her tits. And she said, you did just do that. And, she, and he said, well, I, I'm just saying, what if I did? And she said, you just grabbed my tits. And he was oh like, well, I'm just, I'm just saying, what if I, anyway, so uh, no, no re- repercussions on that. No that repercussions because in Patreon. If he was in Oz, he would have gone to jail. <laughs> he would have been in jail in Oz. He would have been in jail. Would've right. Would've, but they did, you know, like, so that was, that I would have to say, I would have to say that was my favorite prison TV show okay. of all time. Have you seen what any was, of it? No. Is it great? Why is it great? I loved it. Besides I mean, the handsomeness of what's going on with the fellas. I mean, like, I'm sorry. Do you if like I other dra- do you like other dramas or do you like other soap operas? No, uh, <laughs> no, no, not really. I mean, I like other dramas, but I mean this dra- one had do you something watch, like the, the Sopranos or Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I love the Sopranos. Yeah. For okay, sure. so you do like other hour-long dramas. Yeah, but not all. I mean, but but not like this. Not like I love this show. I mean, this show. I was so addicted to, and I loved it so much. And nobody else was into it when I was watching it. 
and people would be like, you know, like uh, it was the guy from 30 something. He was the, kind of the star of the show. Do you remember 30 something? I know the name of back. it. I never watched it. But, yeah. Um, Ken yeah Nolan they, they were in their it. 30s. Something. <laughs> <laughs> but he was the star of it. And then there was like the guy from Dexter was on it. And Chris Maloney was kind of a big character as well. And then a guy who's won an Oscar since um, he was like a he was a uh, white supremacist, big swastika on his arm and stuff. I know as a Jewish girl, you would think I'd hate it. But for some reason, I don't know. Well, uh, was there any redemption? That is a really, really good question. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you kept watching it and it was just a, it was every week was a train wreck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the death and destruction. Yeah. Just all and around and nobody all around. gets any and they better. Still, yeah. And they still used um, the death penalty. The death penalty took place in Oz. So sometimes you just. So whatever state they were in was a death penalty state. Okay. So not Massachusetts. Not okay. Massachusetts. But and they, they actually a woman who had killed her two kids. Yeah. She killed her two kids. Uh, she was in there um she was in oz i thought it was a she was in person. oz but it was yeah but because she was because she was a lifer I, I mean on death row i guess they brought her there i don't really know the. i didn't really know the procedural stuff about it <laughs> was every season like an arc was there any season like was it like a one-story arc for the whole season or was it a monster no. of the week kind of thing monster of the week kind of thing i mean they did have like like it did lead to something like one year it was um it was oh oh my god i'm forgetting something what? rita moreno rita moreno was in in this she was the prison psychologist who was also a nun oh all right what well, did she and she couldn't fix them either no but she did protest the uh the death penalty Okay, so that was a yeah. And BD Wong, do you know who BD Wong is? No. Oh, also kind of a well-known actor at the, on these days, but he was also a psychologist who was a priest. So apparently that was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, that, apparently that was a thing. It's, yeah. Um, wow. So the early, this is the late '90s, early 2000s, and most of these actors went on to do other things. Yeah, some of them were, some of them, a lot of them ended up in like The Sopranos and The Wire, so okay. other HBO shows. Um, some of them disappeared completely and I never saw them again. Um, some of them ended up in a lot of, B, like every once in a while I'll see one of them. Um, one of the stars was a guy by the name of Beecher who actually uh, played uh, Dexter. Okay. Who, so like, what, I mean, who did Janeway? She, Janeway played a, a, a guard? No, no. Somebody else played a guard. Yeah, I don't remember. I'll have to look that up. Like, because woman... I know what you're talking about and I remember, but I don't. Well, I wonder if she was a wife. No, no. Yeah. Was there a women's uh, prison show? No. Because oh. Orange is the New Black. Oh, Orange is the New Black. That's, That's what Janeway was in. Janeway okay. was in Orange is the New Black. Oh, okay. Um, Oz was a men. Uh, now I see. Now I remember. Oz was the men's prison. Orange is the new black is the women's prison, and right. we follow in some sort of um, 
white collar crime, whitey Magoo lady who goes into a women's prison and finds out what life is really like. Yeah. And, uh, did you ever Drug watch trafficking? You know, that is like that one. I have to tell you, right? Like and this is so that being a real life story. And so I was addicted to that one just as much, you know, but that one being a real life story, they really jumped the shark. Like she got out of prison and then decided she wanted to go back into prison because her girlfriend was there. That doesn't happen. That's no. not real. No, no, that and also was it supposed that, to be real? Well, it was a true it's a true story. It was a story of a of a regular girl who fell in love with another girl who ended up drug trafficking and got arrested. But you know, like they they took a lot of uh, what do they call it? License um, liberties, license. Yes, yes, a lot of dramatic liberties and licenses. <laughs> and but then, but so, but Oz wasn't based on real life, right? No, and I don't so think I don't the, think I, I don't think Orange is the New Black. I think Orange is the New Black claiming to be based on real life. Just it's a means, true story, but just means that there was there was a rich white lady who sold drugs and went to jail. That's right. all the truth is. They're not. There's yeah. no journaling of, you know, and then I met Janeway in the showers and we had a, a knife fight, you know? I mean, it's like, nobody wants, like, because it was Orange is the New Black. That yeah. one was later. That one was after us, if I remember correctly. I think, so. yes, I think that, uh, yeah, much later. Orange is the New Black came, came much, much after that, but I had read the book, Orange is the New Black. And so I was kind of excited to see how they were going to do it. It was totally different. The, the book was not better. The, well, the book, the book was better. I mean, who does who says, who's well, ever said for, that? Right. But was the book more based on truth or was it also fictionalized? No, no, it was her story. It was completely her story. Oh, it was, and, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was an autobiography of the woman who did go to jail. Yes. Yes. And that's why she's, that's why it's called Orange is the New Black. Right. Because because of black fashion. dress. Yeah, yeah, fashion. fashion statement. Sure, because they're girls. Ladies love fashion, and so um, and they're girls. So what else are we going to talk about, really? What else? Except so, for our outfits. Exactly. So, who? So you watched that? Mm -hmm. I did, but I will tell you. Interesting enough, is that lock uh, locked up abroad? I watched that, and that's where I learned about this case um the case of the woman who who was the star of orange is the new black yeah orange oh you were watching locked up abroad and you heard about the orange so is I the, new the black blog. lady okay I, and then went so back because it looks yeah. like orange is the new black is 2013 to 2019 yeah it was it so, was short-lived it wasn't it's seven years is longer than the six years that oz was oz was six seasons Orange is the New Black was seven. Oh. And it looks like the final season was right before COVID lockdown. That is true. Mm -hmm. That is true. Oh, that is a really good point. All right. I don't know why it felt short. You know what? It's because so many other series came between the two of them. Right. And so like it just, it, it didn't, it wasn't so um, unique to have these Right. Once Oz, I think, introduced the idea of wouldn't it be yeah. great to watch people in jail, whether it's fictionalized or real, yeah. um, then it's just there was a there was a deluge. I, I remember yeah. seeing 
isn't there a isn't there a, a sort of a HGTV or a True TV lockdown or? Well, that brings me to a whole new genre, which yes, is the please. reality the reality prison TVs, which is now my current obsession. Which okay. is because they don't really have the dramas anymore, and if they did, I don't think they're very like I don't watch any other ones. But um, but you're but, in, you're into the realist the the real life. This is a guy or this is a woman that is locked up. Love after lockup. What's there's after love, lockup? There's love, love after, af- love there's after love lockup. After lockup life after lockup and love in lockup and then inmate to roommate but that's all I'll, you know i don't even know where i have time for that <laughs> oh my god uh please start somewhere oh my god <laughs> so love insane. after lockup was was really so love after lockup was the first reality tv uh prison show i watched although locked up abroad was there it didn't really go into their prison as much as they is it went into like the story of how they got arrested. So this was, so these are people that are prison pen pals and they meet a guy or a girl who's in prison. And when they get out, they're so in love. Most of them are already engaged, but haven't met. And then they get out of prison and hilarity ensues. It's crazy, crazy. And Which one is this or is this all of them? Love after lockup, life okay. after lockup. Yeah. Okay. So like, I think what happens with reality shows or what I can tell is that they're, they're meant to be one season and then they go away and then you can't really follow them. But some of them you're like, well, wait, I want to follow this guy. You know, what's he doing now? So they, but then they do like a whole nother series. And then there's, there, there are repeat people, Jackie, Jackie, there are people that as much as I am so into the TV show, they, there's this one guy on the current one. His name is Deontay. And Deontay right now is on his fourth, fourth prison, prisoner. Oh, wait. So Deontay keeps falling in love with women who are in prison, men who are in prison. Yeah, women. Women. And so he is like, this is, this is the pool of humanity that I'm going to definitely be able to get some action with. If yeah. not, find my soulmate. Exactly. So, De- so this sounds like reality tra- uh, show uh, contrivance but that's fine it's i mean the thing is if they're doing it right they're doing it right well people in prison like they you know like the people in prison are just kind of like you know they're going to talk to anybody right and a lot of them talk to a lot of people and that's what we're finding out (laughs) apparently these are not these are not guys or women that we can count on in relationships is that what you learn over and over again every episode? Are these half hours learned. or are they hours? Oh, no. In fact, Love After Lockup at some time, some weeks are two hours long. Oh, no. Wow. It's on WeTV. Well, Women's of Entertainment, of course. Women's Entertainment. So <laughs> what you do, so, so walk me through an episode of freaking Love After Lockup. Is it a different person every episode? No, it's it's every season has about five or six couples that and you, you follow. follow them. Okay, you follow them from beginning to end, and um, and if you are so inclined, you can also follow them on Instagram and Twitter, as well as sure. the groups I, that also do and talk about it. And, oh and it's I as much of a fan as I think I am. These people are really into it, right? They're into and it, I right? 
Yeah. Okay. Like I've forgotten about the people on season one, unless every once in a while you hear about one of them that died of an overdose. It's always an overdose. It's always mm-hmm. an overdose. And then they all go back to prison too. I mean, really. Right. So it's, and it's not a violent death. It's usually some sort of tragic ad- ad- addiction death. <laughs> Yikes. It is. Okay. So love after lockup. Talk me through who, who okay. like, what so, are you currently watching? Who, who's So I'm watching season? the current... Yeah, I'm watching this season and this season is this season is a lot of repeat people. Um, uh, so what's happening is like Deontay, we first met Deontay like four seasons ago with this other girl whose name I've, I've since forgot, um, who was using Deontay for money and actually ended up marrying her prison girlfriend. OK, so she and gets Deontay out. Was, I think he was heartbroken, that heartbroken. Was, sure. Is Deontay working, trying to give some money to the lady when oh, she gets he out? Was, he, he was he was making it rain for her. He really and was. Was the woman? Did the woman? Um, do you know where she is now? That first season woman. She, I, I follow. I do because I follow her on Instagram. I'm proud to say, and she is still married to her prison wife, um, okay. her prison girlfriend. So that's nice. So that's the nice. the two of them met in prison, and they are still together. They are still together. And are is, they on the outside or are they both uh, still? They are both again? on the outside. They're both. Well, that's on the great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As of right now, I mean, I, they, it could be, there could be an update coming. Um, but, but, ho- and then, but hopefully they're, you know, it's sort of, they have each other and they're kind of, yeah. I mean, here, here's the thing about when you get out of prison, you do need some sort of support system. And so if you met somebody in prison who's actually, you, you're like, well, I don't know if I'm in love or I might be in love, but at least yeah. we could, I mean, maybe that's inmate to roommate. Maybe that's the whole premise of that. Well, so inmate to roommate, but let me tell you about Deontay real quick. Yeah. So Deontay is such an interesting character because, so this girl, Lacey was her name. Maybe it was Lacey. It doesn't really matter. We'll call her Lacey. So Lacey was the girl and she wouldn't have sex with him unless he bought her boobs. And when she got out of prison, he gave her tons of money and gifts and clothes and everything. And then she was cheating on him the whole time. She didn't want to be with him. She was using him. And his mother got involved. It was it was really ugly. And then he tried to crash the wedding. And it's really bad. And then um, And then we did not see, but he started dating another prison inmate um that also used him looked exactly like the first one and then he's got a type (laughs) he's got a type and then on this season it is a prison room it is a prison girlfriend from a previous season who was with another guy and she had slid into Deontay's dms and said let's let's get together it's not gonna end well (laughs) <laughs> no he's trouble i'm very sorry for deontay do you follow deontay on instagram well i don't because deontay's instagram is really just promos for his only fans and i'm just not interested right right <laughs> yeah so but he's like does we're not getting any oh he does he has a new girlfriend and she and what i do is the groups like the love after lockup savage group that i'm on on um on facebook what's the but savage they, about I, they, they just they there's no rules there's no oh, rules they yeah. call it sap they call themselves savage they call you themselves can say savage. anything is that what it is anything. that what it is that's anything. you know what i and say to that they, that's unfortunate 
Because <laughs> you're they like, I'm going to want a filter. I'm going to want there to be a filter. <laughs> you savage uh, people, but okay. Right, they but, follow everyone. They follow everyone. And then uh, when they do, they post a lot of updates on the inmates. So I get to see them that way instead of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to, the, you, you let them cull through the, the nonsense yeah. and they pick out whatever might be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that's nice. That's nice of them to do that for me. In fact, one time I made a comment cause this one guy was, he got, he was saying bragging about how he has a 750 credit rating and he could buy it and he got a loan on a house. This, this one particular inmate that got out and everybody's like, how did he have a 750 credit rating? And how did he get a loan? It's like, because he's not thinking he has to pay it back. And then he wrote back to me and said, hey, you're wrong. I have a job. <laughs> I have a job. I was like, wow. That, you know, that was uh, Alan Sugarman, a little savage. A little, a little savage. Right. And who knew he was right there? You're like, oh, I didn't think he'd respond to me. And, but there he was. And, there he was. Uh, I was like, oh my God, he's looking at me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I quickly blocked him because I got scared. I'm not <laughs> He's looking at me. I was just <laughs> going to say something weird to you. And you were like, hey, no, I'm trying to get my shit together. And you're like, well, I guess I root for you all as well. So uh, so the yeah. actual contestants or the, the the reality show people are on the, are in the. Well, what would you pro- I'm dying to know, like, if you had a contestant on this, on a show, if this was a game show, like, after what would they win? What would well, they- here's what they win. They win uh, SAG scale. I mean, they, it's a reality <laughs> show, so they're getting scale. Oh, they are? Is yeah. that true? I always wondered that. On reality shows, you get scale. Oh you get, it's, it's anywhere between, if it's non-union, and most of those are, it's about 450 or 600 an episode. But if it's union, it's 1,200 to 1,800, 1,800 an episode. Oh. And can you, do, <laughs> can you, like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're, they're i could date someone in prison have you ever been tempted to write someone in prison alan sugarman never good never, for you good for never, you never it's never. Uh, not that people in prison don't deserve love or roommates or right. a life after lockup um i was just slightly worried about you <laughs> great daddy nice plug for the show i love that one <laughs> you, can't, you can't know you gotta you gotta check you gotta check in so yeah yeah well they do and they 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 i mean some of them one couple actually made it for they've been on for about three seasons now three or four they started love after lockup we saw them meet then they got married they got pregnant they had kids that happens a lot too is the the kid the bringing kids in the world and that's you know, you don't want to see that, but it happens. And then uh, <laughs> you don't want to see that. There's a, the drama there is just sad. It's yeah, sad. like that's when it gets. Well, that's that is right. That's when it gets sad. It's like when when their elderly parents get involved, or and you just you see them like just taking advantage of everybody that comes in their path. And it's like, come on, you guys. Like it. it that's that's when it just turns. You know. Well, and and I'll, I know uh, there's a woman who used to work she may still work and she said it just it just sucks the 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 life out of you working on these reality shows um because you're trying to create situations or capture situations that are dramatic yeah and so you go into these these reality shows going well i hope this guy doesn't get better because you know sort of like the um what's the rehab one with the guy oh right intervention that was it intervention 
So what is life after lockup? Is that them trying to get jobs and stuff? You know, it's really, truthfully, it's just the same thing, right? Oh, it's and just so more, it, but it's, dating? It's, more, it's following them on another season. So I, ah. a lot of times, I don't even know if I'm watching Love After Lockup or Life After Lockup. Right. But now they do Love During Lockup, which is when, that's what they call it now when they get out of prison. So there's three of them. And that's what they call it when you get out of prison. So what's um, love during lockup? Love during lockup is the they shoot inside the prison. Well, you can't really do that. There's no there's no cameras allowed in the prison. Um, apparently, this is not a prison sanctioned show. <laughs> this is interesting. This is I did not. Uh, I hoped it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> we don't want to encourage this. I don't think. Right. The prisons are like, hmm. We're trying. I mean, they are privately owned now, so they might be encouraging no. it, but uh, yeah. not yet. They're not getting the taste. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would like, I mean, here's the thing, right? Like, like my true self is like super supportive of like, I want to see prison reform. I want to see like the people that are selling weed get in, and they got arrested for pot. I want to see them get out. I want to see all that kind of stuff. Right. But then this side of me, the, the, the one that comes home from a show on a Friday night is geared up and ready for the new you episode. Just watch somebody else's life just, just explode in a third in thirty different. D- d- what so are some good. of your favorite episodes? Um, do, do you even remember any of the specifics? Oh sure, sure, sure. Oh sure, yeah. The ones when they first get out of prison are kind of fun because they're like the 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 girls and the guys for that matter. They show this level of desperation that is just so out of control and they're so excited to see these guys and they get in the, or, or girls. Usually the girls are a lot more like standoffish when they get out of prison. They're kind of like, they need, they need space. They need time. The guys are ready to have sex. And so it's always interesting to see what they're going to do, how much time they have before they go into their halfway house or what's a post prison house called again probably a halfway house so halfway what do they have oh they have some sort of like 24 hours to get drunk and laid is that what it is not even 24 hours some of them only have like like this one girl had like maybe eight hours and she had to get on a bus to go back so she didn't have any time so all she had time for was to open up her gifts and then she never saw the guy again she ghosted him oh but a lot of them like they have to when they get out of prison they have to have an address that they're going to so the parole officers can find them right so a lot of them do these talkings these these pen pile type situations or phones or videos or whatever and they make a plan like okay yeah oh no of course you can stay at my place when you get out okay which gives them I mean, an address which gives them an address and then that way when they get out there the, the, the girls or the guys are there to pick them up are there to pick them up and um, bring them to their house and then get them on, you know, it's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of very codependent relationships. <laughs> sure. Sure. This doesn't seem like the healthiest way to, I mean, you have to meet people somehow, I suppose. And I mean, bars, are, bars aren't working and online dating doesn't work for everyone. Well, and they've probably tried all of it. So they're just yeah. like, and, or they're encouraged to go, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. And so, um, yeah. Or, or they decide there's pen pals all over Eastern Europe and then they get on love after lockup instead. 
Love after. So what about 90 I mean, I'm days sorry, fiance. not love after lockup. I'm sorry, not love after lockup. They get on 90 days, 90 day fiance. 90 <laughs> fiance and all that kind of stuff. Do you watch those ones? There's too many and I can't, I can't keep up. I can't okay. So there are these, cause each of these shows is an hour to three hours long. You said, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so do you record them? And then you're like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Oh, they are all set on my DVR. Absolutely. And then, Absolutely. so what are your favorite, uh, what else do you love about them? What else? What's another I favorite love that, scene? You know, I mean, I love, well, like I said, I love when they get out of prison. Yep. Um, I love the, uh, I love just watching these, uh, like just how, well, I love their stupidity. I love to think about certain people in my life and be like, they do that. I know they do that. You know, like oh, that kind of thing. Okay. I and mean, it's yeah, just, yeah. it's so brainless and it's so, it's so mindless. And there's no, um, there's not a lot of like, there's one-on-one drama between them, but it's not like the housewives or like where there's big groups of people that are just fighting all the time. It's just these two. And you're like, you know, some of them they're I get trying bored to figure with. out how they're how they're trying to figure out because they don't really know each other right no I mean you get to I mean it's like it's like any time you're in a relationship that is quickly moves really really quick like what do they call that now that the kids are calling it the kids that they're calling it love bombing where you fall in love very quickly right so right. like for instance you know, you start, you go on one date with a guy and then he's like, oh my God, I love you. I love you. I love, you know, and it's like, wait, you couldn't possibly love me. You right. Know? Like right. this is not, yeah. How long are they pen palling before they get out? Some of them for years. Okay. And then when so- they, yeah. Yeah. But then they get out, Jackie, they get out and their life is there and it's, there's, they're not contained, you know? And so the, like, Deontay, for instance, is like, he's like, when she was in prison, she was sent me letters every day, these long letters, and she'd call me and she, you know, she knew just where I was at all times and blah, blah, blah. And, and he's like, now that she's out, I never see her. It's like, because now that she's out, she has a life and she has to work and she has to do stuff. And she's Mm -hmm. living with another guy, which is all, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So um... I really do like to see the guys kind of, maybe this is, uh, What's what's the opposite of misogynistic? Uh, uh, I think uh, a woman. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, oh, you okay? So you kind of celebrate it when the guys uh, because they, they, they look like such over? idiots. Because they look like such idiots, and these girls are taking such advantage of them. And I. I so, think are that's... you watching it, saying to yourself, "Well, at least I'm not them." Or are you watching it? Because you said that you were watching it going, I know people that would make yeah. these terrible life decisions. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I would want to watch those. And then, because I'm such a control freak, I would want to watch them and go, Deontay, let me help you with your resume. Let me help your new girlfriend with her resume. Any chance you guys could get couples counseling or maybe you aren't going to be together, but you should both get better jobs. Yeah. Any chance that you could both just be happy alone? Any chance yeah. that could be a thing? Yeah. And see, and I, like, I don't know if I'm a control freak or not, but I definitely don't care. Like, you I definitely, definitely don't want to help. You're I like, don't want to no, help. No, no. You're just, you're no. literally just kicking back going, that is going to not work out. 
Yeah. Is that what it is? I think so. I think so. Like, I mean, like you can see it coming. Yeah. You're just watching it happen and you're like, Oh my God. And then like, am I invested in them to the point that like one of them died? Um, a few of them have died. Right. And, and sometimes it's very dangerous lives, right? They they have very sad, dangerous lives. And so if they die of overdose or of addiction, how do you find out through the savage Facebook group? Yeah. Yeah. Or like, you know, any, any gossip sites and stuff like that, they, you know, they'll be like, Oh, the star of love after lockup. So-and-so his queen, like there's one, like oddly enough, one of the guys who married a girl, who got to a girl who was in prison, who was a junkie. She was a serious junkie Mm -hmm. and she made it and got out of prison and she's doing pretty well. And he actually ended up ODing himself and he wasn't in prison to start with. So it was the opposite. He was, he was the one on the outside. Yeah. So so that was kind of sad, but I mean, I do hope that some of them get help. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, because that would be the compelling narrative of the TV that I would watch. It would be like, so what we've got here is some people who have been forced into some terrible life choices or who have blundered into some terrible life choices or who've um, been, you know, institutionalized into some terrible life choices. Let's see if we can rehab them. I love the idea that Oz was a rehab center. I'm offended that it ends poorly. That they rehab- well, I don't know if I would call it a rehab center. I would call it a experimental prison situation war. where they were trying to do rehab, though, right? Where they were trying to just punish not re- not so much drug rehab. I mean, you can't really. But, I mean, but they were criminal rehabs, right? It was a prison sort of. Yeah, they were trying to get them. They were trying to learn how to. It was almost like a hamster experiment on humans. You know, they were trying to see if they could help them to live in a different type of environment. One that okay. was a little more open and how that would affect them. And it really didn't seem to affect them at all. But they'd go into gen pop when they'd get in trouble. And um, it really seemed exactly the same, only darker when they would leave the Emerald City and go into gen pop. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't, right. It was sort of a, was, was it a, a loose, like um, max minimum security? Was it supposedly a minimum security prison? I think they just said they had a little less. The people in Oz, uh, the people in M City, uh, Emerald City, for you know, for those for not those. in the know, yeah, yeah. right. Um, Emerald, the the ones that were in Emerald City, they just had a, they were chosen as experiments almost. They were put into these into this unit to see if, you know, truth be told, not a hundred percent sure what they were doing. Like not a, not hundred percent sure what was the difference between that unit and general population any other unit okay yeah but there was a lot uh, of stabbings that went on in in emerald city yeah a lot of sharpened items a lot of shanking a lot of shanking going on that's not uh that's not ideal you want to you want to keep the sharp objects away yeah so right now you're watching essentially love after lockup life after lockup love during lockup and then are you watching inmate to roommate and what is Inmate to Roommate? So Inmate to Roommate is a program that is, um, they say at the beginning that it's a program of people that have been rehabilitated in prison that have a prison pen pal that is not a sexual partnership. 
and they plan to move in with them afterwards. Okay. Uh, so they just pen pals that were friends. Just friends. Okay. Just friends. Um, How does that work out? Probably not, not great. Well. Not great. Not <laughs> great at all. Not great. Damn it. There's one, there's only one, there's really, this is a new, this is a new series. It just started. Uh, so much hopelessness. Yeah. It's just uh, it's such a weird, I don't know that, I don't such know a weird well. genre for you to love, but you get to, you get to love. This is as a genre, the reality show of hopelessness is a weird thing yeah. to be addicted to, but yeah. so be, you gotta, you gotta watch something. I don't know. You know, truthfully, I don't know if I'm going to survive this show. Like, I don't know. Cause it's, only one couple out of like maybe seven or eight or one prisoner out of like seven or eight is interesting to me. The rest of them are just not, you know, and it's this one guy and he, he was a yeah, prison pen pal with this couple. Okay. I'm sorry, with this woman who is part of a couple mm-hmm. and she's a born again Christian and she's trying to get him to, and he now wants to be a Christian too. And so they gave him all these rules and he doesn't want to follow any of them. And he really wants to watch porn and eat meat because apparently he's not allowed to eat meat in their house. And, and so just the fighting that they're doing is kind of fun to watch. Um, but the rest of them, I'm just not interested. <laughs> they might be getting their shit together, Ellen Sugarman. I know. And you're and like, I- that is not compelling. That is not compelling narrative. Um, wow. Bossy Christian. That is, uh, that is Bossy definitely- Christians. That, yeah. that makes you root for the guy who, who was like, I, okay, I could be a Christian. Why yeah. do I not get to watch any porn or eat meat? And then um, he has, a, he has, a, he has actually, he has a girlfriend in California. They're in St. Louis, I think. And he has a okay. girlfriend in California. So he's trying to get to her and then he's borrowing money and he's, you know, like, so really and truly it's almost like love after lockup. I would call it friendship after lockup. Oh yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. inmate to roommate. Inmate to roommate. And, so, and we get to meet this couple who have decided to take someone into their home. Yeah. And they have a very a- good friend. They have a very good friend who is an ex-convict who sat down with them and said, this is not a good idea. But they thought right. that, you know, Jesus they- sent them in that direction and off they went. Off they went. You know, well, I mean. I mean, at least it's a it's it's a it's a, an indoor living situation that that might make him go, well, I don't want to be this kind of Christian, but maybe I could be someone, some other variation where I could eat meat. And, uh, and, you know, I don't know how much, did I tell you that? Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I was at a hotel probably three weeks ago. I, thought you were just gonna, I gotta tell you, I thought you were just gonna say, I don't know if you know this, Ellen, but I was in prison. I was in prison. <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Look how I have my shit together. It was uh, just a, I just want two nights in jail, nothing big. Anyway, so um, I will say that that's um, jail, Jackie. That's not prison. very different. Very different very than different. Gen Pop. <laughs> um, but I will say that um, Sorry. there was porn on uh in a hotel that I was on the road, I was in Portland of three weeks ago and they had a porn channel at this hotel, but it wasn't super, like it was full frontal. It was literally, we just saw sort of her from the waist up and he was, uh, he was, they were having sex from behind. And as well, it's just, it's good if you only have one camera because the angle was just that. 
And I'm sure they were having a lovely time from the noises everyone was making. It seemed like a lovely time, but I got bored. And so then yeah. I turned it over and watched Friends. But the, the thing is, is... Um, As we do. <laughs> well, because I was like, well, this is kind of sexy. Look at the, yeah. look at the people, the, the thin people who work out having the sex. And then it got kind of uh, dull. And then I was like, all right, well, I, I would like something with slightly more plot <laughs> and possibly a three camera shoot. How about yeah. that? It's not, I'm not asking a lot. Not asking a lot. How how are the? Um, I mean, Oz was shot very well. That's what we learned at the beginning of this program. Yeah, yeah. How was. how are the cameras and the cinematography of the reality show? Well, I wouldn't call myself a connoisseur of the uh, cinematography of of things, but I will say that it, it for me, all I want to make sure is it doesn't do this. You know, oh, the like shaking, the, no shaking. Yeah, so it's not a handheld camera. Okay, um, so they have yeah. tripods. Yeah, they uh, have, yeah. Like, it's it's real, you know what I mean? Like, they definitely have a whole camera crew following them. And you see them sometimes racing down the street with them, trying to find them when there's a big fight that blows up. Oh, really? I love the illogical fights that happen. And then, you, you know, you're watching this guy and you're like, oh my God, he's gaslighting you. Step away, step away. But they don't hear me. They don't hear you. And then, and then they fight. Do they ever physically fight? Is there hitting? Sometimes the female will smack the guy, but you right. never see a guy smack a girl. Right. You might off like in the stuff that's edited out mm -hmm. uh, because, but they don't want to encourage that because of lawsuits. Right. But some sort of lady doing this, for some reason, we're still okay with that. We're still okay with that. Well, that's because the guy's usually about want, six but feet in tall the guy, and she's five four. Yeah. And the guy is uh, emotionally abusive, always, right? And is it's the either... woman ever emotionally? Like, are people, people are usually saying horrible things to each other, I bet. Yeah, they, they kind of are. But there's a lot of controlling of women that goes on. A lot of, a lot of, except for Deontay, who's kind of a, I don't know. I don't know. He gets he know. gets more controlled than uh, than the yeah. Women I don't know. I don't know what word to yeah. I don't know what no, word to use. We can just call it controlling. Yeah, because yeah. we don't have to call him some sort of cuck. That'd yeah. be uh, disappointing. Yeah. So because yeah. Uh, that's he Deontay actually sounds like a nice enough guy, but he just keeps picking the wrong women, and he probably shouldn't go to the prison pool or to a reality TV show. But yeah. his, well, his Instagram is his OnlyFans. His Instagram is a promotion for his OnlyFans, which he does with his new girlfriend now, who actually came to the lock Love After Lock. They took him off because they don't want the Love After Lockup cast chiming in on this board. I don't know why, um, but that's the rules. You got to follow the rules. <laughs> the, wait, they don't want any of the people that are in the show to be on the right. board. So, okay. I mean, Chase, yeah. So the guy who talked to me probably got kicked out pretty quickly. But um, the uh, but. Oh, oh, but his girlfriend, his his current girlfriend came on and showed a photo of the two of them and then wrote a whole big thing saying, like, I'm tired of everybody making him out to be something he's not. He's a good man. He's very supportive. Um, these women. Have, you he know, sounds like it. He sounds like he's trying very hard to be supportive to someone who might appreciate him. That's what <laughs> he wants. That's all he wants. All he wants is love. Right, he just seems like a like a guy who just kept picking wrong, or the the crew was like, 
what about one more season, Deontay, where you look like a douche? And he's like, what do I get paid? Four fifty an episode? I'm in. And because uh, what's his day job? Does he have a day job? Did I they think ever say? Well, they, they did show one time one of the girls, one of his ex-girlfriends going to, to see him at his job. And he was uh, he was wearing one of those orange, thick orange jumpsuits. Not okay, so prison. he might work at like the, the airport or something. Something like, like that. Like loading like luggage it, yeah. or and like sort boots. of a, yeah. yeah, I think he does okay. I think one time he said that he made $40,000 a year. Which is a respectable amount of money for a single person. Yeah. In, but in, not if he's I supporting he several prisoners. Yeah. You can't, also, that 40 grand's not enough to support several recurring girlfriends who just got out of jail. Who yeah. want to take you for everything you've got. Right. So. Yeah. I mean. Let us, yeah. Let us hope that Deontay uh, has a nice life, quite honestly, Ellen Sugarman. And then you don't see him on the next the next uh, season of Love After mm-hmm. Lockup. Even though. I don't know. I don't know enjoy. if I can support that wish. I don't know if I can support <laughs> that wish. I think I want to know where he is at all. I think I, I think I want to follow Deontay. Maybe you could start. Maybe you could start pen paling him. Maybe it could be your. Oh. No. 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 All right. Much of a, yeah. All right. Well, it's we're pushing an hour here, Ellen Sugarman. So uh, I could talk for seven more hours on this <laughs> subject. I have to say that while this is a safe space, I've been made uncomfortable. Uh, so, <laughs> sometimes I am made uncomfortable by people's dorkdoms, and that'll happen. But uh, sometimes it's scary movies. Sometimes it's scary yeah. books because I don't. But there are things that I wouldn't do myself. But I am fascinated to find out what other people like because a lot of people love this kind of reality tv and i'm like oh what what makes it what makes it fun well you're like well it's a train wreck and i can't stop watching it so do you watch any reality tv no no not a one i once watched that uh the you know the one where the stand-up comic drives people around in his cab and asks some questions Oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Cash cab. Cash cab. Ba- yeah, cash cab. Yeah. That's not really a reality show. That's more of a game show. More of a game show. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've watched some game shows. Yeah. <laughs> but never. Um, yeah, I mean, 90 Day Fiance is a big one. Everyone's watching that one. Bamford loves a 90 Day Fiance. Loves it. Yeah. I tried to get her. I, I, I only had her for, for three nights. But I tried everything to get her to do love after lockup. And I think she wrote it down in her notebook. But I think once she was gone, she left it behind. She she might watch it. And then because for, for me, I once accidentally saw an episode of Hoarders. And that was just it made me want to tear up. Yeah, so, that's, um, that's hard. That, it, see, now that is just sad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. As opposed to people in prison who are taken for a buggy ride <laughs> and then die of overdoses. Oh I don't God. know. Just as sad for me. Can't do it. But I did watch uh, Orders once and it was gross. But uh, And I did feel for sad for those people. But I'm glad that you, it's a way that you can unwind. And I'm glad that they're making scale. That's what I'm happy about. Or at least uh, a small stipend. I love that about you. I, I love that about you. And I can just. I think that like a prison reform uh, program Ooh, it, that I hosted where I'd be hosted. like, seriously, can we get these people some help? I, I would like, here's what I would like. Here's my dream. <laughs> my dream is to have a reunion show with you being the, <laughs> uh, the, the host. You don't have to watch it. You just have to talk to them. It's 
One, I, I know. have always said that I would rather live through one of these things than actually watch it because I, I so, yeah. constantly going towards the screen going, let me just help. Is there, can it just move, just uh, move, move, get out of that, that is, put it down, put it, drop it, drop it, you know, and then I'm just talking to people like they're a dog and then nobody wants that. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just think that it, I think that it's, I think it's such a brainless, fantastic hour of TV and uh, it's something and I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Ellen Sugarman, by the way, Ellen Sugarman 617 is the Instagram and Ellen S 617 is the Twitter and follow her. And then you'll find out where she's doing stand-up next because she just came off the road and uh, you'll find out what the next thing is. If yeah, you go you're, this will go stadium. out. I'm in Boston. I'm at Rogue Island Comedy. That's where I am. I'm at Rogue Island Comedy Festival next uh, next week, though. In but, October? Yeah, October 8th. Okay, yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, I think it'll be over because I'll be in Plano, Texas, I think is my next Oh, are you one. doing the Plano Festival? Sorry, the Plano I Festival. I believe so. It's JackieCation.com, oh, you guys. Check out my That's dates great. at JackieCation.com. Anyway, Ellen Sugarman, thanks for doing the show. Thank you so much for having me, Jackie. It was a lot of fun. Great. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay. Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?